0: Terms and conditions apply. Yes, this is the I Am Rap Report Stereo Podcast coming live and direct from the Gloom Tomb Studios. I'm in here with G Moody. Yeah. A.K.A. G Monetti a.k.a. the Black Ed McMahon, Mm -hmm. the 2015-2016 podcast co-host of the year. Obviously, the last name Moody rhymes with duty. Uh, My name is Michael Rappaport. They call me the gringo, Mandingo. Um, Also call me White Mike, Mr. White Folk, uh, Bird. And uh, this is the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, the only non-fact-checking podcast in the world. We, we... The I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast are the first to ever embrace collective non fact checking. Look it up. The first. We, the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, are the inventors of the emergency podcast. Look it up. Look it up. This is not an I Am Rapaport Stereo Podcast emergency broadcast. This is just a standard I Am Rappaport Stereo podcast. We're coming live and direct. At the time that you will be listening to this podcast, the Donald Trump inauguration will take place. It'll have been done. I want to tell people, I've gotten a couple of comments, just a handful. You guys talk about politics too much. Mm -hmm. No, we fucking don't. Okay, If we just sat here and talked about sick fucks and dog fuckers and basketball and all that stuff, we would be irresponsible. I'm 46 years old. Mr. Moody is 57. No, no, come on. What the fuck? How old are you? I am 48 years young. All right, sorry. Um, But, of course, we're going to be talking about some politics. I feel like some of the people that don't like us talking about politics are Trump supporters. Listen, this is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We want Trump supporters. We want Trump doubters, naysayers, Obama supporters, Obama naysayers, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. We're just caring, loving hopeful, optimistic citizens. This is what I want to tell everybody, and I'm telling myself this too. Trump is the president. The world is not coming to an end. Yes, There's going to be things that are going to be very, very frustrating in the next four years, and there's going to be some hopefully good things that come out of it. I get the frustration and the concern. I get the fear. I get all of it. A lot of it has to do with what we are consuming on on the media. A lot of it has to do with the type of shit that we talk on the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. And so on and so on and so on. Our phones, our Facebooks, our Twitters. People, we are all going to be okay. The most important thing is our personal health. The world is not going to implode now that Trump is the president of the United States. It ain't going to happen. Stand by your politics. Stand by your concerns. Stay active. Stay informed. But don't worry. The world is not going to just sink into a fucking black hole. It's not going to happen. Like I said, some shit's going to be bad. Some shit's going to be good. I know. I know for sure. And I have to believe that some positive things for the collective uh, 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 you know, just general pop are going to happen, and then there's going to be some fucked up things. But people, Saturday, Monday, next week, the following week, Valentine's Day, we're all going to be here. Everything's going to be all right. The most important thing is your health. The most important thing is your own health, your family's health, your children's health, your brothers, your sisters, your friends, your loved ones' health. Everything else is
1: going to fall into yeah. place. Yeah. Um, he brought that that feeling through the campaign. So he uh, you have to blame Donald Trump and his people for giving that overall feel that it's going to be gloom and doom when he comes in. So it's his job to prove that it really was just a campaign because he created this atmosphere of what you're speaking about. So he, it's time to show and prove. Today is the day. Now you're the president.
0: And let me tell you something. You know, I've articulated how I feel and my concerns about Trump. This man's ego is so big. You think that these protests that are taking place—the Alec Baldwin and the Mark Ruffalo and the De Niro protests—you don't think that he's aware of them? He's very well aware of them. He likes it. in his own city. He in likes in his that. own city. Yeah. He, no, but but he but he also is going to be like, I want to prove them wrong. There, he has an ego, and hopefully, the ego will be at work to. To do some good things, I think the reality of being president is probably like, oh shit, and then you know he sees like these people, they fucking hate me, right? They hate me, right? And I think he's gonna want to try. I, I I hope that he's gonna want to try to prove them wrong. Yeah. That maybe I'm not as bad as you think. This is just my. This is just what I hope that that ego will do. He's a New Yorker in front of his buildings that he owns. People are out there. He's yeah. going to try to prove to do them wrong again. I'm not saying. Some fucking bad things aren't going to happen, but I'm just hoping that some good things happen too and it equals itself out. That being the case, Caitlyn Jenner at the inauguration, (laughs) Kanye West was not invited to the inauguration, yet he was invited to show up at the Trump Towers for a photo op. You dumb fuck. On the last episode, what did I say, G-Monetti, about Kanye? Yeah, yeah th- uh, that they would be uh, What's his name? Steve Harvey, who I love. Yes. Ray Lewis, Jim Brown, you got played. Yes. Now, Kanye, he left your ass for a white girl, just like you said it. Yeah. He didn't have you perform at the, at the White House. He didn't ask you to perform at the White House because they said, traditionally, this is what they said, traditionally, it's an American event
1: with american made stuff. Correct Monetti? Yes. So what does that say? Let's let's read between the lines. Kanye West isn't an american. He's he has he has more following than all those acts up there. So what they're saying is all that shit is over. We get, we getting like this hip hop, this black shit over with. He's not an american. He's not us. You see what I'm saying? So him going up there just now that they, they just closed the door, how does that make him look? Mr. West, how does that make him look?
0: How does it make you look that you went there to get your photo op? You obviously, they had him on some nice tranquilizers. There's some of that New York psychoanalytical medicine. The words they said is that it's traditionally and typically an American event. What the fuck does that mean? Yeah. Kanye West is American. Hip hop music that he sings. No, he he oh yeah. Well, he doesn't do no. that anymore, but I understand your point. But 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 what I'm saying though is like I don't know what kind of cockamamie shit that is.
1: That, I, I don't know what I know what I know what kind of shit that is. I know exactly what he's talking about. He's telling you th- this is what he, he's saying. He's like, "Yo, that's not our music. You know what I'm saying? That's black music. And black people are not told uh, full citizens, man, in their eyes. This is why he kicked that cuz that's ridiculous. We made all the music. What the fuck you mean? We created everything, the rock and roll, the jazz, whatever you want, the black Americans created. So that's what he's telling you, you know what I'm saying? And I like that because that tells you clearly where you stand. You always want someone to tell you straight up, honestly, yo, I don't want you here. I don't want you around. So you, in turn, know, yo, I ain't fucking with these people. But when when they like uh, smoke screen shit you don't know but really they don't want you around so you right it's, it's good that they're the conservatives are very forthright and tell people straight up this is what i like about them
0: yeah it's straight up and uh uh you, you know one thing that they had this is real there was a uh an lgbt activist uh, they called it you know, you you have to you have to preface it that they call it because if I say it, then I'll be a homophobe. Okay. You can and the political correct police will come after me soon. And oh, geez, that's the over. political
1: correct police you could suck my dick. Rap. That's over. Today he's being he's inaugurated. That that okay, that, that political shit is over.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I'm just protecting myself and my well-being okay. and my livelihood, G. Yes. They yes. had a queer dance party erupted outside of Mike pence's home so the lgbt activists convened near his crib and you know they don't play yeah they they were out there dancing to that edm dudes had on that fly shit they had the garter belts they they was up there twerking i'm talking about the guys they was up there doing the damn thing and they they call him daddy pence they refer to mike pence as daddy pence wow they said come on daddy pence come out and dance i think this is fantastic i support it The thing that really bothers me about this G Monetti is why didn't I get a fucking invite? I would have been out there with a fucking banana hammock on. I would have got on the top of a police more mobile. I would have been twerking. I would have been dancing to that EDM shit. I might've even taken some fucking shrooms. (laughs) I I, I just want, I just want the the LGBT community to know I'm easy to find when y'all are getting it popping and y'all need a dude to get it, to set it off. And you don't mind a little extra chest hair? I'll be out there chest naked doing the damn thing, supporting you guys. But you got to tell me where the party's at.
1: Oh, man. And also, I don't you do the late, it, late,
0: late night shit. Like, I, I could get busy from, like, 8 to 10. 10.30, I'm in the bed going to sleep. So if you want, a, you know, a dude to get it popping, to set it off, I got the banana hammock, I got the chest hair. I'll get out there and I'll set it off. Uh, Everybody but- knows I could dance. Everybody knows I could do my thing. So they were out there outside Daddy Pence's crib doing the damn thing. And, and, and next time, please send me my invite. Please let me know when y'all going to get it popping. Because I want to go out there and support live and direct. And I'm not talking about support from a Twitter. I'm talking about I'm going to put on some mascara. And I'm going to get on some, you know, Paris is burning
1: shit. Go ahead. Go ahead. You better going You better get off this fucking guy's property. Y'all, is, y'all bugging, man.
0: <laughs> hey, they they did it right. They know how to protest. They uh, ain't shooting nobody. What are they protesting? Listen, people are scared. Cause I was thinking that truth. You know, I had the brick protests in New York. They had my man De Niro. They had Ruffalo. They had they had uh, um, um Alec Baldwin, uh, Rosie Perez. P- plenty of people were out there. I don't know what the protest um <laughs> That's what goal saying. is. He has I to- don't know what the protest goal is. All we could do now. Is just I don't I don't say don't protest. I say it is good to protest, but at the end of the day, we got, we we gotta we gotta try to do the things that we can as individuals. Stay healthy, yeah. stay focused, stay busy, and do our shit. I support the protest, but for me personally, I don't know what the goal specifically of the protests are. I, that's what I don't know.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't understand it. And you know, he hasn't even started yet. So let's let's give the president of the United States. A chance, like I don't, I don't like. He this said, guy. he
0: said, day one there was a lot of shit that he was gonna do, and I know it ain't gonna happen. There was a whole list of shit he was yeah, gonna yeah, do day one that I'm not gonna get into the details. Politics, of yo. First of all, don't be telling me about what the fucking podcast is, what it should be, what yeah. it is. This is the I am Rapport Stereo motherfucking podcast. I am the Gringo Mandingo. He is G Moody. G-mo, the last name rhymes with duty. For Christ's sake, Word. we're gonna do what we does. Word. Gee, let me, let me tell you a little story that happened. I want to hear your opinion. All right. So this is true. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened. So the other day, they were doing some work outside my house. The front gate was open. So I was taking my dog, Wheezy, the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast news dog, out for a walk. And he, he, he was, like, you know, he was ahead of me, like, just right outside of the house. And he got to, like, a house in front of me. And I saw what turned out to be the Department of Power guy. Right. He's, like... 30 feet in front of me. Wheezy's barking, but he's not doing anything. He's not attacking. I can understand. The, and I said, the dog's good. The dog's good. Don't worry. This fucking guy takes, you know, they got all these, these clip-ons and all their fuck-boy bags and all this shit. Yeah. He took his umbrella and hit Wheezy with the ba- with the umbrella. Damn, why? Because he wanted to hit a dog because he's a fucking asshole. I, I was like shocked. I grabbed Wheezy because Weezy went in the street. I said, yo, what the fuck are you doing? He goes, the dog was showing his teeth. The dog was a... Uh, um." Uh, like, like he was going to attack I said the dog wasn't going to do shit I said and you fucking heard me You wanted to hit the dog He said back away from me I'm going to call the cops I said call the fucking cops Call the fuck I said matter of fact Because he's one of these callers that- I was irate It was like he hit my son Right Damn
1: what, I, I, I what kind of dog, dog is that? Well, I mean this motherfucker can walk up on him and hit him And he, not, he don't rip him to shreds What kind of dog you got? <laughs> and Fuck you man I, I grabbed Weezy you got you to gotta fight for your dog. What kind
0: of shit is this, B? Get uh, yo, a real <laughs> dog. <laughs> yo, nonetheless, so I was, he's like, I'm going to call. I said, I'm going to call the fucking cops. So I call 911. I say, yo, this motherfucker just hit my dog. <laughs> the lady's like, please don't speak like I. I go. This fucking guy. She's like, where are you? I tell her where I am. Tell her my name. She goes, what is he? Is he? And I go, what do you mean? What is he? She's like, what is he wearing? I say, he's wearing fucking yellow shirt, Department of Water and Power La, 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 la. Jesus. She goes, what is he? I said, I don't know what he is. She goes, is he Latin, Puerto Rican? I said this exact words, and if this tape's ever. I said, I said, I don't know what he is. <laughs> and she said, and he goes, oh, he's being she. He's like, maybe, he's like, oh, am I Indian? Am I Spanish? I said, I don't know what the fuck you is, my man. <laughs> and then, so then, I, he said, I was threatened by your dog. I said, well, I'm threatening you now. Why don't you hit me with your umbrella? Because you, you know, I was fucking irate. Dang. I'm in his grill. I'm like, yo, I'm threatening you now. Hit me with your umbrella. He's oh. like, the cops are coming. I'm like... And then I started... I was right in his... I started barking in his face. I go, oof, oof, oof. I said, hit me with your fucking umbrella. Oh, shit. Hit me with your fucking umbrella. He wasn't doing shit. Blah, 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 blah. The cops came. I told him... They said... They. they he told him a bullshit version of what happened. I told him my version happened. He said, he feels threatened by you. I said, he should feel threatened by me. I want him to feel threatened by me. I said... I want to go punch him in his fucking face. You can't do that, sir. I said, look at this dog. The dog's out there with the cop. This dog wasn't doing shit. Anyway, I talked, you know, the supervisors came. They apologized. They're like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it was a whole incident. But, you know, in hindsight, I'm glad that I didn't punch this guy in his face because I
1: swear I was like, it was literally as if he hit my kid. Oh, man, I hear you, man. I hear you. With a real dog, you can't get five feet within that motherfucker. <laughs> my man,
0: you did. That's one of them attack dogs. You know, Weezy's not like that. Weezy's a lover, not a fighter. Oh man, I, I, I'm in there ready to fuck shit up. But but then you know, my wife, she was like, "Yo, you could be a person who makes money, who's successful, or you could be a person who punches people and goes to jail." And I was like, but, but yeah. I just wanted to fucking snuff this dude so fucking bad, so bad. Damn. And, and like, part of me is like, I I, I, I want to catch him again, although I know he knows who I am and all that stuff. I want to catch him again. I wanted to punch him in his fucking face, man.
1: I hear you, man. Yo. Yeah, you got to watch out, man. Them, them cats, sometimes people don't really like dogs and stuff. They, they'll do shit to them. Yeah,
0: he wanted to hit the dog. Yeah. He wanted and the supervisors. Like I could tell he wanted because he heard me say the dog. Like, I can understand you get nervous a dog's barking, but I'm right there.
1: <laughs> I hate you.
0: So anyway, that happened. Um, what else is going on? Yo, did you hear about this? What's up? An ESPN reporter. The the Australian Open is going on with our favorite tennis player of all time, Venus and Serena Williams. Yes. The broadcaster, ex-tennis player, uh, what's his name? Um, The fuck is the guy's name? Doug Adler, commentator. Mm Mm-hmm. He said, uh, this is what he said about Serena. This is on ESPN. She misses a first serve, and Venus is all over her. And then he says, you see Venus move in and put that gorilla effect on charging. You see Venus move in and put the gorilla effect on charging.
1: Damn. I didn't hear that word. That's... Hey, and it just happened the other day because the Australian Open is going on. Oh, we know, we know what it is. We've been going through they, they, this a they, lot.
0: They, these tennis, these tennis people—they hate to see these beautiful, strong, sexually uh, confusing. They're confusing them. This is like old school racism. This is like Django Unchained. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the beginning, like they don't understand the body types, the the power,
1: the sexuality. Yes, and the beauty, him. and fuck, huh? And fuck them uh, that they don't know that. Who cares? Fuck these people. These black girls, these black women are dominating your motherfuckers. So I I understand you're you're looking at them and you don't understand their bodies and this and that. And in your mind, in their minds, it's some racist shit. So, of course, he's going to broadcast his racist feeling. Now, these same girls that you're ridiculing are dominating your sport. So what does that say about the competition? You know what I'm saying? These are the best. Yeah, killing them. These are the best. And just accept it. They look... Period. They, they're, they're nice thighs, nice thickness. They're great. Fuck you. Fuck that old 1950s bullshit. That shit is dead.
0: Um, first of all, I want to say something to, the, to all the fans of the I'm Rap Stereo podcast. All the suggestions for the sick fucks of the week, all the suggestions for uh, ideas, we see them all. Sometimes we do them, sometimes we don't do them. Sometimes we get multiple suggestions for the same topic. The fans, we love you. The Twitter, the Instagram, the Facebook, all the activity, we love you. We see it all. I try to do my very best to, to acknowledge and, and, and engage with everybody. Sometimes I can't. I think we do probably as good as we possibly could, but just let you know keep all the ideas coming, keep the sickos coming. Keep all the ideas, all the information. You know, we're trying to do the very, very best podcast we can. Of course, we have the two best producers in the game. Miles Davis. Yes. His actual name is Asian. His actual name, a gentleman named Miles Davis, he's Asian. Um, And Jordan Winter, podcast extraordinaires. But I just want to tell the fans, we love you. We love the interaction. We love the support. We love all the information. Any ideas, suggestions you have, let us know. Yo, we got all new Butter Soft I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast T-shirts. We got the Dr. J Stickman T-shirt. We got a beautiful Raging Bull-inspired T-shirt. We got zip-up hoodies. We got pullover hoodies. The G-Mo Daddy OG logo. Yeah. The New York Psychoanalytical T-shirt. And so we got like a store. And the butters, all Anybody who has an I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast T-shirt will attest to the softness, the Butter Softness. All t-shirts are available at districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. The first sale of the year is still going. The promo code is butter because the t-shirts are butter soft. <laughs> 17% off for the next week. Districtlines.com forward slash I am Rappaport. We have the girls hard body karate t-shirt, the gringo man dingo t-shirt, which listen, of course I am the gringo man dingo. Okay, but the, the gringo man dingo as a whole in a nutshell is anybody. Yeah. Everybody has their own inner Gringo Man Dingo. That's what that t-shirt is about. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Moody, you made the big prediction. I, I'm with you. I'm with you. The Patriots are playing... The 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 Steelers. Yes. And you know, we talked about the Antonio Brown. It's been the storyline of the playoffs this week, which I think is so stupid. Um, but then of course Julian Edelman, Patriots, they're like such snobs. They're like we don't we don't do that. Yeah. That that that's because our organization we, we, we don't but, but what do y'all do though? You what, cheat. What what do you do? Cheat. You you don't videotape in the locker room, but you videotape practices. That's that's proven. Right. And You also hire two-time homicide tight ends. You do that also, don't you, you fuck? Right,
1: right. Well, yeah, they they try to act like, oh, our coach wouldn't allow. Your coach got fined a half a million dollars for cheating. So he's not the benchmark of anything. Nothing. He's a cheater. He's not the benchmark of anything. And I hope to God
0: my man James Harrison puts that work On Tom Brady. I hope by the time you're listening to this podcast, if if you're not listening to it in real time, if you're a couple of days late, I hope fucking. I don't want him to hurt him, but I want him to fuck him. I'm sorry (laughs) to use that kind of language. Get in (laughs) there. Once they get, (laughs) I'm going to say it again. I don't want him to hurt him.
1: I never want to see any player hurt. Yeah, but I want him to fuck him. Yeah. Yes. Once he gets in that area, like like the Giants did when he was doing all that Superman shit with Randy Moss and them, and then the Giants just got back there and started fucking with him. That's when you can beat that team. They're like the Jets. When 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 you once you get in the backfield with him, he's like fucking Ken O'Brien, man. Yeah, but but
0: it, the the big thing is getting back there. I know, and, and uh, I know. I think change. putting that pressure on him, and 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 no, he ain't like Ken O'Brien. He, he's <laughs> he's a badass man. Listen, we could say what we want about them. He's nice. He's nice. Tom Brady's a fucking badass. Period.
1: Yes. No now, doubt. Let's
0: not let's not sound ignorant. He's a badass. Yes. He is a badass. I never. Did I, I really hope it comes down to the the Patriots versus Green Bay because Green Bay. With Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady and the Patriots, both of these guys are are, are are somehow still in the prime of their career, killing it, playing at such a high level. To me, that would be a hype-ass Super Bowl.
1: Oh, yes, yes. And if that those two teams play, I got the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. Yeah, I know. Uh, what, what do you got, Mr. Moody? I got advice for Carmelo Anthony from the New York Knicks, since Who had 25 (laughs) points in one quarter the other night. Right. Go ahead. Since there are are rumors of dissension with uh, Phil Jackson and people are saying they don't really want you here, this is what you do. Just go in the office and say, okay, you don't want me here. I'm hearing this. Trade me, right? And I know I have a no trade clause. I want to be paid... For waiving that. So give me extra and I'll get the fuck out of here. Just go to Cleveland and get the championship and fuck everybody. You got because they're not going to leave you alone. You're being phased out. The media, the press, these little things in the papers. So be proactive and and go to another team, a contender, and try to win now. Because they're going to do you like Pat Ewing and all these guys, man.
0: I I I don't know the business of basketball, the dollars and cents. If that's even allowed, you know the way he played the other night. Obviously, you can't score twenty five points a quarter every game. That's just crazy. But when he gets going like that, I, I, you know, I think it's messed up. I have mixed feelings about Carmelo. I've always veered on the side of I like him, I like him as a player. The thing is with him, it's like the comparisons and the expectations to be D-Wade and to be, to be LeBron, it's just never going to be that. right? And, right. And, and I just don't think he has that, that, that genuine outward um, sort of personality. You know, he has he's, he's similar to Iverson because he has the looks. Like, he, he's good-looking. He smiles. But I just see Carmelo as a low-key dude. And I, swear, I I think, like, when he talks to the press and he talks to the media, I feel like Carmelo, just as a person, it's like some people are comfortable talking to the press. Some people are outward. Like, LeBron is very comfortable. D-Wade is comfortable talking to those. I feel like Melo, and I think he's gotten better and better. He's just not one of these guys who wants to really be the face of, 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 of a team. Right. He plays like it. And he looks like it. He looks the part, but I just don't think it's really who he is. And this has nothing to do with basketball shit. I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm starting to get my my, my LeBron uh hype. Um, my Russell Westbrook hype. Um, my my my. You know, Paul George is out there doing his thing. I'm looking forward to this All Star break, and then I'm I'm, I'm all NBA everything. Yeah. I really have to sort of you know you know pace myself because I I went crazy in, in in football and fantasy football, and now I'm just sort of getting my NBA sea legs underneath me. This is what I think about Porzingis. I can tell you what I think about. And I, and I think argue people are going to be arguing with me about this and think I'm sacrilegious. I think Porzingis. He's a good player, and I think he's going to be a very good player. I don't think Kristap uh, Porzingis is going to wind up being Dirk Nowinski. Oh, I, I don't think he's going to be, like, great, great superstar. I think there'll be great, great things about him. Obviously, his size and the fact that he could shoot from so far and all the things, and they're going to continue to get better. But I don't think it's ever going to be where Christophe Porzingis, you can build an entire team around him. That, that's my opinion. I know it's, like, sacrilegious to say because he's a unicorn and he's the zinger, and we, 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 we personally named him the Lativian gangbanger. That's us. <laughs> Right. that's us that's us um but I just don't think he's that guy I, I I just don't think he's that guy to like to be you know like the main main dude but the NBA and the style of NBA and the way the teams play and what it takes to be great um, and have a great team is so different than what it what, what it used to be maybe I'm wrong uh, I'm not saying he's not going to be a very very good player and an all-star player I just don't think he's going to be an elite guy and when we talk about elite we talk about D. Wade's in his prime. We talk about LeBron. We talk about Durant. We talk about Steph Curry. You know, I'm talking about like these guys where it's like you're the guy, guy, guy. Oh, yeah. I don't think he's going to be that. I don't think he's ever going to be Dirk Nowinski where he's like an MVP guy. That's just me. He's still super young. I think he's 20 or 21 years old. So in, in, when he's 25, he'll be in the league six years. Who knows? And I am worried about those big-ass, gangly, long, Latvian feet.
1: Why are you worried about that?
0: Because <laughs> dudes that are that big traditionally they, they don't stay healthy. They're they're freaks. Yeah. You know, be that tall and that thin and to be a basketball player, the body, you know, that's not like a normal right. way. Like the Ralph Sampsons and all these guys that are like built like that, the tall sort of like it, it it's amazing that Dirk Kvinsky's still playing and he's not even seven foot three, but these big lumbering, you know, white dudes with, you know, like Sean Brown, like they're just like they're giants. You right. know, they're they're not it's not normal. The body isn't meant to to do that, and I'm not shitting on Porzingis. I'm just telling you what I'm telling
1: you. Okay. Now, speaking of freaks, you mentioned freaks. Oh yeah. There's a, a a secret community of freaks who identify as part human and part fish. Uh, they create uh mermaid tails. There's like mermaids. They live in, in a. It's a growing community of people across the U.S. They identify as mermaids or mer people. And uh, lock them up, <laughs> and uh, they 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 have workshops. Lock them uh, up. Yes, and if you are really about that mermaid life, take it to the ocean. M- mermaids didn't live in ritzy hotel pools; they lived with the great whites. So why don't you go to the Pacific Ocean and live with the great whites? So he, and, and if you're not gonna do that.
0: Lock them up. Lock him up. Lock them up. Lock them up before it's too late. Lock them up. I don't want my fucking neighbor walking around trying to tell me he's a fucking mermaid. Yeah. No, you're not. I'm calling the cops, asshole.
1: Right. Your rap. Check this out. Um. There's a Trump supporters dating site. And and it's this is real. And uh, the tag was sometimes it's tough to date when you are a Trump supporter. I wonder, yeah. I wonder why. Now, I was thinking, what are the testimonials are going to be on this Trump, you know, the dating site? So I was thinking it was like a woman working with her man and they, they, they made up or whatever on the site and they worked together. So it was like, we work together. And he sent me this really cute email that he photoshopped of us lynching Obama. I thought that was so romantic. You know, Mm. you know us doing that together. We bonded over that. I'll never forget it. And it was from Sarah Lee from Lynchburg, Virginia. (laughs) Ah, good one, Monetti. There's nothing
0: funny about this. Remember uh, a few weeks ago? We didn't even mention on the podcast. I think we we mentioned it just across as so upsetting. And, and and it's it's become such commonplace in Turkey in Istanbul the guy broke into the the nightclub and thirty nine people were dead you know during the uh, the New Year's party he came in there shooting people
1: damn
0: you know horrible horrible yeah. this is a horrible thing you know they may or may not have been associated with ISIS you never even you know what's going on and I don't know how you can you can do that I don't know. I mean, this is this is craziness. But they caught this guy. Yeah, good. The, they finally caught him. It was a manhunt. They finally caught the Turkish police caught him, and it was interesting because when they caught him and they they showed photos of him uh, being being detained, he was exactly how you would expect somebody like this to look—beat up and bloodied. Damn, good. See, this is what I don't get when you catch somebody like this. When you catch a Dylan Roof. When you catch these these people that do these horrible things, their human rights, they don't have any. They should come into court. They should be locked up the way this guy looked. Beaten, bloodied, broken nose, ribs, busted lip, broken jaw, and bleeding from the fucking head. Yeah. And that should just be the beginning of the beginning. Yeah. But when you first get them, kick them in the fucking dick. Bang him over the head with a gun. Smack them around. Do all that. As soon as you get your hands on these pieces of shit. Let everybody get a shot at him. Everybody. Because once he's locked up, he's going to have certain rights and whatever. But that's how you bring in mass murdering sickos, rapists, people that fuck with kids. They should all come in beaten, bloodied, and battered as soon as you get them.
1: Yes. 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 No doubt about it. Um... Let's cue
0: the Sick Fuck of the Week music, Miles Davis. This award is earned, not given. It's called the Sick Fuck of the Week. This guy's really sick. Lock him up. How could you do it? Don't let him out. Damn, you fucked the dog? You what? You fucked the dog? Why would you fuck the dog? Why would you fuck your girlfriend's dog? What? Sick fuck. The Sick Fuck of the Week. It's earned. Earned. Not given. You did what? No. no! 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 Sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned, not given. I'll say it again. The sick fuck of the week is an award that is earned, not given. This guy, this dude is way, way, way out there. Okay? It's a lawyer in Ohio. Shout out to shout out to Bobby Womack from Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah. Um, who would hypnotize female clients and he would videotape it for his own sexual pleasure. Oh. This is a lawyer. He's, he's like doing that. Let's take a deep breath. He's hypnotized him. And he said, you know, he, like he knew how to do it. He studied hypnotism. Yeah. And he'd have him out. And then he would start doing that Bill Cosby. Oh. Sleeping Beauty fucking sickos man this is this week's sick fuck of the week congratulations sir congratulations sir michael fine who really does if you look at him closely looks like a sick fuck uh he looks like one of those old school 1980s sick fucks um congratulations you're probably gonna get locked up uh and we know what happens to guys like you you get what we call the uh the uh the the the, the intimate uh an infamous Wonder Bread Bag and Olive Oil Treatment, sir.
1: Yes, you deserve it.
0: An Oklahoma man is claiming he's paying child support for a boy who ain't even his kid. Mm. He wasn't the father of the son. He was with the ex-wife. But the state law requires suspicious fathers to question paternity within two years of the childbirth. Yada, yada, yada. Don't get caught up in the courts. My man, just give the blood test. Yeah. And if that ain't your kid, keep it moving.
1: Yeah. And if this is even something that's brought up, that's being considered, yo, you, it's bad. I mean, that you have to, your girl might be stepping out and all that. That's crazy, man. Yeah, if that's not your kid, give the little
0: blood test, give the little the little spit test and all that. <laughs> and, uh, you know, keep it moving, man. Because if it is your kid, you got to pay. And, and you don't want to get caught up in that court because you're going to wind up paying way more to the mom than you want to pay, and that child support doesn't necessarily go to the child. Right, the mother can do what she wants with it.
1: Yeah, there's no, okay? there's, there's no governance on that. No,
0: no, there's no, there, there's governance on if you pay or you don't pay. If you don't pay, you'll go to jail. Mm-hmm. But they don't have to prove what they're using the money for. Right, which to me is insane.
1: Right. Yeah. That is
0: insane. So you could have to pay whatever five thousand dollars a month to the mom, and the mom could do whatever she wants with the money, and 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 you cannot ask for receipt or proof of that, and unless you take it to a whole other lawsuit, and, yeah, and, and you know a whole other trial type of thing, which is going to cost you money and time. To me, that is a joke. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I'm cool with paying, but can I get some receipts to see where the money's going? Y- yeah, you you should. You deserve it. This is the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. We'll be right back. The Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast is sponsored by Casper Mattress. Casper is an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. You can try a Casper mattress for 100 nights risk-free in your home. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. Moody, what yes. do you sleep on every night? That good old Casper.
1: Do you sleep like a big old baby? Yes, man. I've been on that Casper for a while. So the the, the mattress, the foam, uh, knows my body and it knows how I like to sleep. Buying
0: a Casper mattress is completely risk-free. They have sheets, they have pillows. Casper offers free delivery and free returns within a 100-night home trial. If you don't love it, they will pick it up and refund you everything. But I can pretty much guarantee you, once you buy a Casper mattress, you will be a satisfied customer. Get $50 towards any mattress purchase visiting www.casper.com forward slash report. That's www.casper.com forward slash Rappaport R-A-P-A-P-O-R-T Use the promo code Rappaport Pillows, sheets, mattresses and they even have doggy beds Go to Casper now Start sleeping the way you deserve to Get that Casper mattress Welcome to Play It A new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment and more Play it at play.it I just want to let everybody know the new edition movie. I'm in on BET next week's three day series, mini series. It's dope, it's good, it's entertaining. The group new edition, groundbreaking when we came up. Great music, crazy, crazy story. Um, three days on BET. The shit's dope, it's fun, it's very um, sort of, it's going to pull up the heartstrings and the sentimental. Uh, The Time If you don't know New Edition You're not You know Our age Yo That group was Humongous Yes, Yes They were I think the first group ever To sing and rap On the same song Damn you know, like you know, with a with, uh, uh, candy girl, they were rhyming, and and at the time when they came out, Moody, I mean, explain it was like a phenomenon because it was like sort of like a, the first sort of reinvention, reincarnation of, the, of
1: J- the Jackson Five. Yeah, yeah, New Edition was was great, man. I mean, that's that's the word you could use, dancing, singing, you know what I'm saying. And Johnny Gill came in later, and you know what kind of singer he is. Yo, New Edition, they was about that life.
0: And my man Wood Harris is in it. It's a great cast. The kids are great. The 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 real young new edition is great and the older kids are good. And I had a good time doing it. I play their fuck all manager. I try to squeeze them for every penny that I could. Um and it's a dope movie. It's gonna be on B.E.T. Uh, starting the 24th I'm sure they'll repeat the crap out of it but it's always best to watch things first time and I, I know I'm proud of it and it's fun and and it's entertaining and it's d- definitely uh you know it's a time capsule of, of that time and and obviously the Bobby Brown factor he, he's a big part of the movie because he was sort of uh
1: outrageous Bobby Brown man I want to give him get some well wishes man the guy's intestines exploded man so uh I, I hope You know he he bounced back from that. He's lucky to be alive. Once that happens, you bleed out. So when
0: did that happen?
1: A couple of weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Man, that dude that dude's had a crazy life. Uh, You want to share the story of our friend uh, 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 about Bobby Brown that Uh, we we heard? We don't have to give names, but we had a friend who was a uh, sort of prominent drug dealer.
1: I can't remember.
0: (laughs) And I remember him telling us. Yo, I was up in Boston. I sold crack to Bobby Brown. I was like, get the fuck out of here. And at this is the time, it wasn't public that Bobby Brown had drug problem. Yep. He's like, yo, I'm telling you. He pulled up in the Benz. He's there all the time. I sell crack. Not once. I sell jums to Bobby Brown. Yes. We were like, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Sure enough, about six months, month, year, that was when we first started hearing Bobby Brown was on crack. Our guy was not lying. Yep. He's a stand-up solid guy. Good friend of ours. Not going to name names. But- he told us he was selling crack to Bobby Brown in the, in the late 80s, and he actually was selling crack to Bobby Brown in the late 80s. I hope this dude could get his life together. He's been through so much. Obviously lost his wife, lost his daughter. Right, and, right. And, uh, yes. you know, he's a guy who's, who's, who's dealing with, with his demons,
1: man. Well wishes to my man.
0: What else you got, Mo Danny?
1: I just want to say uh, to Trump and all these guys, I want you guys to do well. I want the nation to continue in an incline. And I know it was the campaign. Now it's show and prove. See, I am
0: Rapport Stereo Podcast. You're hearing the words of G. Moody. Last name rhymes with duty. It's
1: for sure.
0: Uh, my name is Michael Rappaport, a.k.a. The Gringo Mandingo. Dingo. We had a busy, busy Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. week, putting out fire apps day after day. We're going to continue to do it. Yep. Forever and ever and ever. A lot of, um, bite, a
1: lot of biters out there, too, oh, man.
0: Oh, why do you have to bite us?
1: <laughs> just don't bite
0: it. Just don't bite it. Uh. Why do you have to bite us? <laughs> now, I'm not naming names or pointing fingers. But, we but see people y'all. are biting our style. You see, Trying y'all. to monetize of it. Biting the lingo. Biting the slang. But the slang, the style, the whole flow. We've been kicking this shit since 1982. We're always coming up with that original fly, New York, shit-talking, headstrong, head-smart stuff. You can't keep up with us, but the biters, we see you. We see you. Why you biting? Me and G. Moody, his last name rhymes with duty. The next thing you know, somebody's going to change their last name to Moody so they can say their last name rhymes with duty. Word.
1: Sorry. Sorry. And then we're going to have to approach you on that.
0: Oh yeah, we are gonna approach you. See, <laughs> I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast. We're out. Stay positive, stay focused. The world is not coming to an end, everybody. We all gotta just do our thing. Keep an eye on each other. Keep an eye on your health, and uh, you know, uh, uh, get your prostate check. See, I'm Rapport Stereo Podcast.
1: Hey.